Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Oh, hoy hoy, everybody. We took a nice little hiatus there. We took our Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we took our holiday, just like everybody else. We're back for more, though. Yes, we are. We are here. We're back. We're recharged. There's definitely no way I would ever stop this podcast before we even got to the greatest episode. Oh, ever. of course and we're not. so close. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got I had somebody ask me if I stopped doing it. I'm like, no, no. No, no. We're, 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 on, we're on holiday vacation. Right? Yeah, we're just taking a break, taking a break. We're back with a vengeance. Yes. Um unfortunately, work was uh starting today. Yes. Oh well. Well, you know, we got to work. We yeah. got to work to live. It is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are here to talk about the uh, 17th episode of the eighth season of The Simpsons titled My Sister, My Sitter. And this originally aired March 2nd of 1997. And I will add, heavily syndicated episode. Yes. You saw this all the time. A lot. This mm-hmm. is a big one. They showed a lot. And... I, we understand why. We understand, yes, we, we do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with the traditional chalkboard and couch gags, but... There's no uh, chalkboard gag. Exactly. Okay, we do get a, a pretty cool uh, couch gag, though. All right, we do get the family. The couch, though, is on a ship, and it's rocking back and forth, right? And the family comes in, they all make it to the couch. But just as they get on the couch, a huge wave comes over and just washes them out. And all that's left is there is the uh, the television floating around. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got a new one on that one. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I'll give him that one. Right. Yeah. We're gonna open up this episode with Kent Brockman, and it's another installment of Eye on Springfield. And um, this first part is just so ridiculous. It's gross. <laughs> that too, right? So. Uh, Ion Springfield is there to cover the christening of the world's first two-story outhouse. Yeah, no. And it went about as well as you could possibly imagine that it went. Especially for the person on the bottom floor. Exactly, yes. All we heard is, oh, God, stop. Yep. Terrible. Uh Uh-huh. And then there was a comedy nurse. Yes. And they're like in a trauma ward, right? And the uh, the nurse is like, okay, how many of you uh, are here for soldier surgery, huh? And a few of them actually raise their hands, right? In pain. In pain, yes. And the nurse says, gotcha. <laughs> now, here, I have to sympathize with the uh, patients here because my shoulder is still killing me. Yeah. And I heard it went about... A month ago? More than a month ago? It was about more than a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little more, like maybe yeah. a month and a half. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. I may have to go to the doctor. Damn, the VA. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to put these things off as long as possible. Yeah. And uh, apparently, uh, I put it off long enough. Yeah, well, get in there and get it fixed. You work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, the report goes on, right? And Ken is going to report that the waterfront, once the center of a thriving squid gutting industry, now all abandoned by all but a few longshoremen and allied tradespeople, which, by the way, he was referring to as uh, to prostitutes yeah. as allied tradespeople. Yep. And that is being uh, turned into a promenade, right? Mm-hmm. And that will kick off with a black tie gala on Saturday. And Marge and Homer are watching this, and they're actually interested. Yeah. Marge is like, ooh, that sounds fabulous, Homer. Uh, stores throw the best parties. Yep. And Homer says, you like parties, huh? Well... I just remember they're having a big one down at the waterfront this weekend. And Marge is like, you didn't remember that. You just saw that on TV. She's right. And Homer says, the important thing is I didn't imagine it. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess that's true. He's confirming that he's not insane. Yep. And then we cut to Lisa, Lisa's room, right? Yes. She's hanging out with Janie. Mm-hmm. And Janie's like, I can't get enough of the babysitter twins. They arrested count- the counterfeiters, rescued the president, and made $4. And, of course, this is a... They're, they're playing on the Babysitter's Club. Mm-hmm. It was a very popular series of books with the girls back then. Yes. And, by the way, guys, minimum wage back at that time was uh, four twenty-five. Yep. Terrible. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa jumps in. She says, I love everything about the world of babysitting, the responsibility, the obligations, the pressure... And Janie says, and full refrigerator privileges. And Lisa says, that's a trust, Janie. A sacred trust. And Janie's like, geez, Lisa, lighten up. Yeah, for real, right? You know what I mean? Like, um, is it just me or would you be looking for some ice cream in there? Of course. Exactly. Definitely, definitely. Yep. And so we cut to, uh, I'm guessing it's the next day, the Springfield Church, right? Mm-hmm. And Reverend Lovejoy is making an outfit. He says, Friday, you will have the chance to, and he moves his hands, party down in the church basement to the Jesus Rock stylings of Testaments. Right? And that's on Friday, 6 p.m. sharp. Now, I just say, I think they were making a a metal joke in there. Yes. Because there is a very uh, good thrash metal band from the 80s called Testament. Mm -hmm. Right? So. And, of course, Barf. Bart. Barf. Bart. Scoffs, right? And he's like, all the best bands are affiliated with Satan. To which he's right, to be <laughs> honest with you. As a metal fan, that's that's very true. There's some good ones out there, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> it goes more with the macabre. Mm-hmm. Although Flyleaf is pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not associated with Satan. Yeah. Not at all, actually. Mm-hmm. And the second announcement is for Lisa, right? It's for Lisa's affordable and reliable babysitting service. Cost of which is discounted by a dollar for anyone who can name the topic of the day's sermon. And uh, everybody is really, really quiet. We hear somebody cough yeah. while Love, Love, Lovejoy just looks around. Mm-hmm. He's like, mystery topic, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's the mystery topic. Uh-huh. And so we cut to Lisa waiting by the phone, very disappointed that no one has called. And Marge looks at Caesar and kind of explains to her that you know, people aren't really okay. okay with hiring a nine-year-old babysitter. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And Lisa, of course, sticks up for herself and says that she's very mature for her age. Right? Oh, wait, she's not even nine. No, nah, she's not, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, people often mistake me for nine. Yep. I think she's eight, right? Something like that. Something like that, yep. And then we go to the door and we see Ned because he needs a babysitter. Now, talk about outlandish situations, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, he has to go down to rescue Maude and her mother from Tyre and Sidon, which apparently are the twin cities of the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're being held prisoner. Man, sound like anything you've seen in the news lately? Yeah, it does. People being held hostage in the Holy Lands? Good It sounds sounds familiar, right? (laughs) And Homer tries to come up with some excuse to, because he doesn't, he's not really interested in watching Rod and Todd. He can't really find a a good excuse, right? Yeah. And Lisa jumps in, right? And she Mm. says, like, she'll babysit. And Ned is eh, he's not too okay with it. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, you know, well, the boys can be a handful and that Todd's been pinching everyone lately. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Ned asks Homer's permission for Lisa to babysit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homer says, I'll have to ask her. And he slams the door in Ned's face. <laughs> and, of course, Lisa gets the job. Mm-hmm. And we cut to the Flanders Casa. And Lisa's there playing a religious board game with Rod and Todd. And Lisa asks, she's looking at the game like, where are the dice? And Todd says, Daddy says dice are wicked. (laughs) And Rod says, we just move one space at a time. It's less fun that way. That's terrible. Yes. um, But it's not as bad as Nacho's Flanders style. Oh, yeah. That's that's the bombardment of Bible questions for that one? Yes. So Lisa picks up the board game uh, cover, right? And when she does that, the moth flies out. And both Rod and Todd are terrified. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lisa's like, it's okay. It's just a moth. It's no more harmful than a ladybug. Yeah, and they, they get ty- terrified at the, at the mention of a ladybug. So Lisa lets out the moth, right? And she mm-hmm. just mumbles to herself, you're going to get eaten alive in middle school. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now it's bedtime. Rod and Todd are praying. And Rod is thanking God for sending Lisa to protect them from the moth. And he keeps praying. Actually, no, Todd prays for a bedtime story about robots named Rod and Todd. Because they know Lisa's there listening. And what does Lisa do? She obliges them. Right? Mm-hmm. She goes in and she starts tucking them in. This is once there was a robot named Todd. And Todd asks, did he have a brother? Yes, he had a brother named Rod, who was two space years older than him. And Todd picks up the blanket, sort of pulls it up over himself. He's like, I don't like this story. Oh, my God. These kids are soft, man. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Or soft like Charmin. Yeah. And... When Ned gets home, he's very impressed because he's like, wow, they're in bed. And after a bug attack. And the fact that Todd didn't wet himself impresses impresses him even more. Mm -hmm. So Ned says he's going to put in the good word for Lisa. And so business starts to pick up because of this, right? Because she Mm -hmm. did such a good job with Ned's kids. We see that she gets hired by the Wiggums. So I love... uh, I love this scene. 
So she's at the uh, Wiggum household, right? And they're walking out the door. And Clancy's got his jacket on and everything, ready to go out. And uh, Lisa tells him, enjoy Bob Saget. And um, Chief Wiggum says, Bob Seeger. And he looks at the tickets and he goes, ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Bob Saget's pretty funny. Yeah, he was funny. the great, the great Bob Saget. The late great. The late great Bob mm-hmm. Saget, yes. Um, people don't know. A lot of people still don't know that. Mr. Yeah. Tanner was one of the dirtiest comedians that you'll ever see. Yeah, because he's awesome. If, if you just see that show, he's just so tame. Yeah, he's so chill. Man, his stand-up was something else. He was savage. Yep. Loved it. Man, we lost a good one. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they go anyway, right? So Lisa's in charge. And this is one of my favorite scenes from the entire series. Because uh-huh. uh, we see Lisa outside of a door. And she's giving instructions, right? Now, put your, she's like, put your arm through one end mm-hmm. and then put your other arm through the other end mm-hmm. and then pull it over your head. You're good. So then we see Rod, and I'm sorry, not Rod. Ralph. Ralph come out wearing pajamas. Upside down. Upside down. The, the feet, little feet are on his hands. His head, his face is sticking out of the butt flap in the back, uh-huh. right? Then his feet are coming out of the arm slots. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you see his butt coming out of the yeah out of the head hole. Uh, and, and of course, Ralph is like, "I dressed myself." I'm very proud of himself. Yes, he I love was. that. That is, oh my god, that is such a great scene. Right there. It is. Mm-hmm. Man. That's just Ralph Wiggum in a nutshell, right there. Mm-hmm. And so then we see Bart, right, going by, like looking around. He sees Homer eating pizza. Right, and of course Homer's dressed very nice in a tuxedo. Uh-huh. Right, he's he's renting it for the gala party for the weekend. Right, and uh, I think Bart kind of asked him like, "Why are you wearing that?" Right, and he's like, "Hey, it's like a rented car. Get all the mileage you can, then ball it up and cram it through the mail slot." <laughs> I guess, I guess he just wants to get his money's worth. Yep. But don't you think that as um, Sloppy of an individual as Homer is. Exactly. He's going to wear a dirty tuxedo the next night. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, later that night, Bart sees Lisa getting dropped off by Dr. Hibbard after a night of babysitting. And he's paying her too. Mm-hmm. Dr. Hibbard uh, compliments Lisa on her babysitting and he, he gives her money and says that she's more reliable than the Volvo mechanics because he's driving a Volvo. And as soon as he says that, what happens? His car seat goes all the way back. Yeah. So Volvo's had a rep back in the day. Mm-hmm. They still have a rep now, but now yeah. it's for being the safest vehicle. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Uh-huh. Remember Sobs? Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Those no more either. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't see those at all. Mm-hmm. And so Bart sees Lisa counting her money, right? He's like, you made all that money for sitting around and watching TV and eating food? And he just says, there's a lot more to it than that, Bart. I don't just babysit. I sell a piece of mine for a dollar an hour. Two dollars after nine. Even then, that was pretty cheap. Yep. And so, uh, and Bart says, like, with that kind of money, you know, he'd be gone. Yep. Like, that'd be it. And so, the next day, we see Homer and Marge. Going down the stairs dressed all fancy, right? And Bart and Lisa are complimenting him. And Bart says, 
you could be Abe Lincoln's father's boss. Makes no sense whatsoever, no, but doesn't. okay. Yep. And of course, Homer hopes no one uh, notices the pie stain he left on his suit. Because mm-hmm. of course, he, he got it dirty. Yep. Right. And then, of course, Bart asks, when is Grandpa coming over to babysit? And uh, Marge is, um, doesn't know how to tell Bart that Lisa will be babysitting instead. Because, of course, Lisa has proven how reliable she can be. Bart is very upset. He says, I'm two whole years older than her. Mm-hmm. Actually, what, two years and 38 days older than her. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And Homer kind of slaps him on the back and says, take it like a man, boy, and do everything your sister says. <laughs> but yeah, Bart does not like this. Mm-hmm. And so Marge and Homer leave the house. Um, and Marge tells Lisa, you know, make sure he brushes his teeth. And Bart just glares at Lisa. Lisa looks pretty nervous, too. Mm-hmm. And this is how we end the first scene. Yeah. And we open up the next scene in the kitchen. Lisa is trying to get Bart to sort of loosen up. Yeah. And she says, Bart, I know you're not wild about having me for a babysitter, but I'm not, <clears throat> but I'm not some ogre. I think you'll find me fair and fun. And Bart just says, you're dead. <laughs> Lisa says, you should watch up for dinner. To make it fun, you can use the Mr. Bowles. It'll be like you're giving your fingers a bubble back. You are so dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> Does Lisa know her brother? I know, exactly. Like, uh, Yeah, no. It's a bad idea from the start. Mm. So then we next see Homer driving the car down the waterfront at the, sw- at the uh, Squidport Grand Opening, right? And he says, I love these pedestrian malls. There's practically no traffic. There isn't any traffic. Because it's a pedestrian mall. Yes, and he's driving through a pedestrian area. Yeah. And people are diving all over the way, mm-hmm. right? People are yelling at him. Marge is kind of like, we shouldn't be driving here. Even Quimby's there telling him to stop. And he says, stop, you idiots. And so Homer parks the car in the middle of a big old, like, painting, right? They got uh-huh. a little emblem on it. And it's a children's message of peace. He just... There's tire marks on it now and everything. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. And then we cut back to the Simpsons house and we see Bart and he's already plotting on how to make things difficult for Lisa. Right? He's like, may I have some more lima beans, please? And so this is certainly, and she gives him a few. More than that. Certainly. More. More. She gives him more, yep. She gives him more. More. And Lisa kind of stops like, uh, maybe you should eat the ones you have. And Bart's like, I didn't say I was going to eat them. I just want to look at them because they're so gross. And he pushes the plate away. Yep. And he asks for dessert. Mm-hmm. Right? And so while Lisa's getting him dessert, and Lisa just tells him, Bart, if you don't want to have a babysitter, maybe you should stop being such a baby. Oh, I'm a baby, huh? Well, then I'll start acting like a baby. He takes... A huge bite off the chocolate ice cream. He spills it all over his shirt. And then he fills his cheeks with ice cream again. And he covers his lips with chocolate. And he says, Gaga goo goo. And Lisa says, even babies know how to open and close their mouths. You need a bib. And she throws a bib on Bart. 
And Bart says, oh, baby hate bib. Wah, wah. He starts banging his spoon on Lisa's plate. And Maggie starts to cry. Yeah, he's upset Maggie, right? She's like, mm-hmm. oh, look, Bart, now you've got Maggie all upset. And Bart says, relax, I'll give her some ice cream. And she <laughs> feeds his ice cream to Maggie. Yep. And he says, Bart, that's coffee ice cream. It has caffeine in it. And at that moment, Maggie starts twitching her head and her body around. She's getting all the jolts, right? Yeah, starting to look some, like something out of the exorcist there for a second. And Bart's like, well... At least that'll make things more interesting for you, won't it? <laughs> Terrible. Mm-hmm. And so we get back to uh, Homer and Marge on their date. They're looking at all the sights at Squidport. Marge's like, oh, it's so beautiful. This is what I imagine Paris must be like. And Homer's like, you haven't been? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's so bad. Mm-hmm. And so Marge's like, I'm so honored that Springfield has cho- been chosen to host all these upscale chain stores. I guess that makes us yuppies, huh, Homer? And Homer's like, eh, I'm more of a slacker. There you go. So they keep walking, and they stop by the Malaria Zone. Which store do you think this is? Trader Trader, Trader Joe's? Trader Outpost? It says that's for the Explorer Shop. So maybe it's like a Bass Pro or something like that. Mm-hmm. So then Homer sees Planet Hype, a restaurant owned by celebrities. And then you see Rainier, Wolfcastle, being interviewed by a bunch of uh, reporters. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Planet Hollywood, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's there saying, it's true. The entire menu was personally approved by my secretary. <laughs> Not by him. Nope. By his secretary. I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> and Marge, as they're walking by, thinks that they made a really clever design choice by placing this uh, Cadillac in the building Making yeah. it look like it had crashed. Like they do this at some like hard rock cafes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she's like, wow, it looks like a car actually crashed into the building. Uh-huh. And then we hear, help me. And it's none other than our good friend Hans Molman that actually did fly the car into the side of the building. Yep. And then Homer sees that Moe's has moved to a new fancy location. So you, but if you actually go inside, it's just a very long wooden tunnel that leads you to Mo's. the original Moe's. Right. And we see a tourist like show up. They're like, hey, this isn't faux drive. This is a dive. And Moe's like, you're a long way from, Hopi, from home, yuppie boy. I'll start a tab. Yep. And we come back to Bart and Lisa, right? And so Lisa is trying to get a hyper Maggie. Off the uh, shower curtain rod. She's climbing around like a monkey. Mm-hmm. She's like, Maggie, if you come down, I'll give you some more coffee. Lots more coffee. She says, are you getting ready for bed, Bart? And Bart yells, I am. From downstairs, though. And he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's on the phone in the TV room. He's like, that's right. I want the 25-foot Italian party sub. And don't skip on the vinegar. And he hangs up. It's time Lisa learned what babysitting Bart Simpson is all about. And he dials someone else. And he's like, um, yes, I'd like to host an AA meeting. Tonight, if possible. Wow. <laughs> so uh, while Bart is doing that, Lisa is doing her best to catch Maggie. And Maggie is so hyper right now because of all the caffeine. Um, so we just see Maggie grab 
the baby powder bottle. And as Lisa gets close, she squeezes it and it's all over Lisa's face, right? Yeah. And so Lisa's covered in powder and then she finds Bart on the couch. She's like, hey, I thought you told, you know, sit, go to bed, right? And so she tries to drag him up to bed. And Bart does the thing that like two-year-olds do. Yep, he just goes, goes limp. limp. Yeah, he goes limp and he makes Lisa drag him off the couch, right? And so she's dragging him back to the stairs. like, why do you have to make this so hard? Bart's like, I'm using nonviolent resistance. Got a point. <laughs> and of course, uh, Lisa doesn't like it that he's comparing himself yeah. to Gandhi. Yeah. Um, so uh, we cut back, right? And Bart is running up the stairs uh, and he sits down and he watches Lisa answer the door because the doorbell rang, right? And this is when more of the havoc continues, right? We see a bunch of guys come in carrying a 25-foot-long Subway sub sandwich, right? Uh, which is swimming in vinegar and it costs $225 plus tip. Oh, boy. And right at that moment, the doorbell rings again. And Krusty barks. He's like, hey, hey, are you ready to get rowdy? <laughs> and Lisa says, excuse me? Right. And uh, Krusty's like, yeah, I'm here for the emergency bachelor party. And I'm not leaving till I get paid. 500 just for saying, hey, hey. Uh-huh. And then we see a bunch of EM, uh, EMS, the EMS crew show up. And they're looking for somebody that called for an emergency cysterectomy. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa's very upset now. She turns and she growls at Bart. Bart takes a picture of her, by the way. Mm-hmm. Right? And then uh, we get some men in suits showing up. Say, uh, we got a report about a UFO. Right. So some guy in a like, military uniform. Yeah. And dressed military uniform. And we see a scientist in the back with a syringe. Yeah. And Lisa's like, I didn't see any UFO. He says, That's right, miss. You didn't. And he turns around and he kind of waves off the guy with the syringe, right? Like, that's uh, oh, good. <laughs> and then we see a chauffeur arriving. And the guy gets up. He's like, I'm here to pick up the ambassador from Ghana. And she's like, well, he's not here. Nobody's here. And none of you should be here. You've all been tricked. And the guy's like, why would the ambassador do such a thing? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. So everybody leaves the house. And Lisa is just... Railing on Bart and telling him that he's going to be in so much trouble when mom and dad get home. went home, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, you need to go to bed. And he complies, right? He's like, uh-huh. okay. And then she walks over to the kitchen and she sees Bart sitting down at the table eating bread. And she yells at him again, I thought I told you to go to bed. Yeah, right. Bread. You said go to bread. I said go to bed. Yeah, go to bread. B-E-D. Bed. Oh, bed. Oh, anything you say, sis. And she's eyes start twitching, right? She's uh-huh. all crazy. And so she, t- she checks on Bart, but he's not in the room. She finds him jumping up and down on Homer and Marge's bed. And he says, you didn't say which bed. Oh, God. She says, go to your bed. Make me. She lunges at him, right? He's like, I'll make you. And he uh, jumps off the bed, says, if you want me, you're going to, you got to catch me. 
and he kind of like keeps walking backwards, right? And every time she lunges at him, she falls short, right? Yep, and he keeps jumping backwards. And, but the next time he jumps, he's like right at the stairs, at the top of the stairs, and he takes a nasty, nasty tumble down the stairs. He bounces all over the stairs and uh-huh. lands just like a thud. And as he lands on the floor, I love this scene, Krusty opens the door and says, all right, if I can have some of that big sandwich, we'll call it even. And he sees Bart, he's like, oh, uh, I'll come back later. <laughs> right? And Lisa and Maggie are at the top of the stairs, right? Maggie's calmed down by this point. Yep. And Lisa looks really worried. She's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So then we get a close-up of Bart. He's got a lump on his head, and his arm is bending in a way it shouldn't bend. And uh, Bart says he doesn't want to get any emergency medical help because he wants to see his parents to see what a bad babysitter Lisa is. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Then we come back to Homer Marge. And Homer is in one of those uh, fountains, like those big fountains, right, that come out of the floor, and he gets stuck in the water. He doesn't know where he's at, right? And Anytime so he moves somewhere, he gets hit with yeah. water. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, the tourists start laughing. Marge gets to go help, you know, go get help. But people are having a lot of fun at Homer's expense here. Yep. Right. And Homer's like, "Don't laugh at me. I was once like you." <laughs> and back in Simpson's house, right? Bart's in his room. He's locked himself in, and Lisa's trying to get him to come out. Like, hey, you know, you need to get out of here. We need to take you to the hospital. And we just start hearing a banging on the door. Right. Boom, boom. And Lisa's like, "What's going on?" And then we cut to Bart's room, and we see Bart banging his head against the door because he wants to make the lump on his head bigger. Yeah, he tells her, like, yeah, I'm trying to make the lump even bigger. Uh-huh. And so she tells him to stop, and then we hear a thud, and the sound stops. And uh, Lisa is kind of worried. And uh, she calls to Bart, but there's no answer. So she has to go outside the house, climb up the tree to go look into the window of his room. Where he sees him passed out. Yep. So Lisa runs to the phone to call the emergency services. She calls 911. And they say that they're not going to help her. Because there's already been a call from this residence for a cysterectomy, a severe case of butt rot, and a leprechaun bite. Yep. Bart did his job. Bart did his job, yep. So she then tries to call Dr. Hibbert. But she thinks about it. And she decides against it because... She's afraid she's going to lose her reputation as a good babysitter. Yep. And she has like a little uh, dream sequence, right? Uh We see like a courtroom and uh, we see the lawyer saying the boy was studying quietly when the girl, drunk on her own sense of power, beat him silly with a block of frozen lima beans. That's Chief (laughs) Wiggum's uh, assessment right there. Uh And Bart wakes up in in that dream and he's like, it's true. (laughs) And of course, at the end of that dream, Marge is there saying how disappointed she is in Lisa. And then we come back to reality. Yep. And Lisa decides she's got no choice but to save her reputation as a good babysitter. Mm-hmm. So uh, she sees an ad for one Dr. Nick Riviera. And she decides to go there because he guarantees complete confidentiality. Yep. And she tells herself, I'm sure he's as good as Dr. Hibbert. It says so in the ad. And it does say in the ad, like, just as good as Dr. Hibbert. Uh-huh. 
so we come back to uh, Marge and Homer. Mm-hmm. And Marge is kind of like looking kind of sad. They got shots in front of him. And Homer's like, I thought you loved Jello shooters. Marge, what's the matter? And the way he eats it is... He's so disgusting. Yeah. Puts his mouth over and just... <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm surprised he didn't swallow the shot glass. No kidding, man. He was just sucking that whole thing in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marge tells him that she's just worried about the kids. But Homer kind of says, like, hey, we know we left Lisa's in charge. She's the responsible one. <laughs> and then we cut back to Lisa and Bart and Maggie. And Lisa is throwing Bart into a wheelbarrow. And Lisa's like, don't worry, Bart. Everything's going to be just fine. I'm going to get you to a doctor. And then she puts Maggie into the wheelbarrow, too. He'll fix you up. And by this time tomorrow, we'll all be a happy family. <laughs> happy, happy, happy family. And Maggie is still kind of restless. Yeah. And she starts playing around with Bart's face. Yeah, and it's just, Maggie! <laughs> and so Lisa looks around, and she finds the cat carrier, mm-hmm. and she throws Maggie in the wheelbarrow in the cat carrier, right? And she starts rocking it back. And she's like, please, Maggie, please go to sleep. <laughs> so the next thing we know, we see Lisa walking the wheelbarrow all the way to Dr. Riviera's clinic. And we see a snake whose belly seems to be covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I must have like fell on a bullet and it like drove myself into my gut. And uh, Dr. Nick's like, hey, don't worry. You don't have to make up a stories here. Save that for court. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Smithers is there. Right? Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, Mr. Smithers, can we go ahead of you? And she says, and he says no. Right? Um, everybody else was sitting down, except for Smithers. Except for Smithers, yeah. Uh, and he was kind of like leaning over a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he went to the hospital for... A which, removal of something or other? I've heard from friends of mine that are in EMS and all that. It happens. very common, actually. It happens. A lot. Yes. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> Makes me glad I'm not a healthcare worker. Yeah, like it, God bless them. From what I've heard, it's like an almost every night kind of thing. God bless them. It's not something I want to work. No. With. Oh boy. So anyway, they were getting ready for the firework injuries on New Year's Eve. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, then Jasper yeah. points Lisa to the wheelbarrow line because mm-hmm. you're in the wrong line. That's the wheelbarrow line over there, right? Mm-hmm. And then we cut. To the wheelbarrow line, and we see Mo with Barney in his wheelbarrow. Yeah, and then we see a monkey mm-hmm. who's uh, got Professor Frank in the um, in the barrel. In the barrel, but apparently, as a result of a body switching experiment, mm-hmm. Doctor Frank, it went wrong. Yep, and, and then my favorite is uh, it's a dude from uh, the local burger joint. And he's got the comic book by in a wheelbarrow. And the comic book by guy's just holding his stomach and going, Oh, lonely listen, cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. It's <laughs> <laughs> so another one of the classic that, scenes. That is such a classic scene. Yep. <laughs> That's a great quote. Mm-hmm. So next thing we know, Lisa decides just to go to the hospital. And while she is walking to the hospital... She's stopped by Chief Wiggum. Yes. And Wiggum's like, hold it right there. And he gets out of the car. He's like, oh, 
Well, if it isn't Springfield's finest little babysitter, Lisa Simpson. And Lisa kind of runs toward to him. He's like, hi, how are you? He's like, uh, I'm fine. Yeah, like, you know, he says he's fine. He says, now, Lisa, when you're walking down the side of the road, always want to be sure you go with traffic, okay? Well, is that with traffic or against traffic? No, it's with traffic. With traffic. Anyway, good night. Which is wrong, kids, by the way. Yes, you walk against traffic. Well, that had me believing with traffic for a little while when I was a kid. You can't see what's coming at you. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, no. <laughs> you walk against traffic. Yeah. Um, to the side, not not, not on the not, road, not guys. Not on the road, guys. That's sad we have to say that. Yes. yes. But there you go. Anyway, so Lisa goes, whoo! And we can come back. Ah, oh, hold on a minute. You know, look at that wheelbarrow, please. And Lisa says, okay. And she looks really dejected because she thinks she's just got busted. Yep. And he's like, ah, just as I thought. It's a yard king. That is a quality barrel. Well, I got to run. And he drives off, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Lisa, expected to get caught, turns around. And she sees that Bart is no longer in the wheelbarrow. It's <laughs> he's fallen over and he's tumbling down the side of the road into the mud, right? Mm-hmm. And so Lisa rushes down the cliff. She falls in the mud. And she's like, oh, Bart, I'm so sorry. It's all like a bad dream. And then suddenly we see a bunch of lights flash on. And apparently they're right by the squid port. Yep. And we hear uh, Mayor Quimby, citizens of Springfield, I officially declare this. What the hell is that? Principal Skinner's there. He's like, why, it's Lisa Simpson. And look what she's doing. <laughs> so the lights are on. Lisa's there in the dark with Bart's muddy body in the wheelbarrow. Maggie in the cat carrier. And, of course, Maude Flanders is there. Saying, she's murdered her brother. And Lenny is like, and she's trying to dump the body in the harbor. And I was like, well, duh. <laughs> and Sideshow Mel, and this grim finale she intends to drown that poor caged baby. <laughs> and so all the lights are there, and Lisa's like, what's happening? Where am I? And then Helen Lovejoy jumps in. Says, and she's on drugs. <laughs> so Homer walks over. <laughs> and says, and she's on drugs. Yeah. So Homer walks over to Lisa and says, Hand over the drugs, Lisa. Yeah, I love that. Hand over the drugs, Lisa. Uh, <laughs> right? And then uh, Mark sees Bart's arm in his condition. And uh, just like the little vision she had, Dr. Hibbert's there. And all of this is due to bad babysitting. Uh-huh. Bump on the noggin, dislocated elbow. Yep. Diagnosis, bad, bad babysitting. <laughs> so the next thing we know, it's the next day. And Lisa is lying on her bed. And Bart comes into her room wearing a cast. She's like, hey, Bart, how's your arm? Bart's like, it's all right. I was hoping they'd give me one of those steel claws. But what are you going to do? And Bart's like, "Mm, I'm sorry. I was such a jerk last night. Guess I sort of ruined your babysitting business. Yep. And Lisa's like, yeah, well, that's okay. I can always sell seeds. You want some seeds? <laughs> That's so sad. That part is so sad. Yeah. She's just so defeated at that point. 
Did kids actually sell seeds back in the day? I don't know, man. Not that I remember. I, I've seen that in shows before. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking that's more of a Midwest thing or I'm, something. I'm guessing it is. Uh-huh. I never saw that as a yeah. kid. So Bart says, no thanks. Mm-hmm. So Lisa's like, oh. And then the phone rings. She says, uh, hello, world's, bur- uh, world's worst babysitter speaking. And it's Dr. Hibbert. He's like, Lisa, I'm glad I got you. Are you available to babysit tonight? Aren't you afraid I might take drugs and injure your children? And Dr. Rivers like, yeah, that's a concern. But it's so hard to find a sitter. And I've got judo tonight. So apparently he's a judoka. Yeah, judoka. Yep. So Lisa's like, um, okay, I'm sorry. Can you hold on, please? And she takes another call. Hello. And this time it's Ned Flanders. Like, Lisa, Ned Flanders, you available tonight? She's like, didn't you hear? I almost killed my brother. You did? Just a minute. What time can you come over? <laughs> and she smiles, right? Yep. And that's where the scene fades out. So in the end, it all worked out for Lisa. So do you think Ned, it's just Bart. Well, I mean, I think everybody in town understands that it was Bart. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. I think every, if it had been any other kid, it'd be something else. But Since it was Bart. I think Bart's reputation is that. Baby. They just gave Lisa the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, well, she was babysitting Bart. What the hell did Bart do? Yeah. Bart drove her to do, to do it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to five donuts, oh, what would you rate this particular episode? This is another fiver in the eighth season, man. To me, I love this episode. There's so many bangers in this season. I love this episode. It's just the dynamic. I love that it. it's just the dynamic of Bart and Lisa. It's so good, man. It gave us two or three iconic scenes. Oh, man, Ralph. I dressed myself. I love that one, man. It's so good. And I can't tell you how many times I've said, I'm going to bread. You want to bread? Yeah. Yeah, cause just because I'm dead tired. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, I'm going to bread. My wife, she at first said, what the hell are you talking about? Then she saw the episode. I said, oh. Mm-hmm. I've had that moment making that joke. Oh. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a deadly combination. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I love that scene. Uh (laughs) So good, man. Comic book guy is always good for comedy relief. Smithers. Oh, God. Hey, man. Did not pick that up when I was a kid. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, me either. Nah, when I was a kid, did not pick up that one. I I think I was in my 20s when I saw that episode again. I was like, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) You know. The first time I saw it, I guess I missed that. Yeah. And I, I just didn't. But the second time I was like, oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. So Hans moment in the cars. It, it's, it's, it's so good how they make this cartoon for adults. Yeah. But they make it not so obvious. I love it. Mm. It's just clever. <laughs> very clever. Very clever. But yeah. So Molden. We need to see more of Molman. Yeah. And we will see an episode, a little more of him later on yes. this year. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, man. This is a classic episode, dude. I love this episode. Like I said, this one, they reran this one all the time. So, um, would you ever change the channel if you saw this? Hell no. way. I'm watching this one. <laughs> For sure I'm watching this one. Yep. Yeah, no way, man. It's, it's too good. Um, this is one of those, we say it every now and then, this is one of those where... I will say, if you're trying to get someone into The Simpsons, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. 
One of my uh, favorite scenes in this thing was when uh, Lisa kind of like, how do you say, he surfed with the wheelbarrow down to the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was that was really cool. And then of course you had to wipe out at the end and face first into the mud. Yeah. But yeah, I love that the when the big sandwich shows up and crusty and all that, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's just so funny. I like how Bart just goes up to the stairs and watches. <laughs> Alright, I'll take a little bit of that sandwich, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all he like gets of that big sandwich. Mm-hmm. So good, man. Uh uh, so, is there anything else you'd like to mention about this particular episode? No, I think we've said it all. But it's another, uh, you know, another good little chapter in the relationship between Lisa and Bart. Yep. <laughs> it's not always a friendly relationship, but it always ends good. Yeah. Bart always does say he's sorry at the end. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess he realizes he's going to need Lisa for money when they grow yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. going to need her later. He's going to need to bump money off of her. <laughs> So he's got to keep in your good graces. Um, uh, I also would give this five donuts. There's nothing not to love about this episode. So many good gags, uh, both in the drawings and in the dialogue. I mean, what's not to love? It's, It's just a five donut episode. All day, every day, and twice on Sunday. And let's not forget the, the Testament reference at the beginning from Rebel Logan. <laughs> I was like, yeah! <laughs> All the good bands are affiliated with Satan. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys, don't forget to give our official Instagram a follow. That's official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Uh, you can think of any way we can make this show better for you. Just drop us a little line on there and uh, we will... Discuss it and yeah. poss- probably try it. Yeah, might apply it. Yes. And, of course. If, you'll be a mainstay. If it's a mainstay, we will call it. Whatever segment. Whatever, yeah. We'll name it the segment after you. That'll be good. Uh-huh. And until next time, our bar suckers. <laughs>